Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm so glad that you joined me for the Lord's Word of God today. And I'm just Joe, no title. And today the message is about living up to God's standards. And so if you brought your Bibles today, please turn with me to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And we'll read verse 20. For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Amen, brothers and sisters. Amen. That price was the precious blood of Jesus. And so we are no longer ours. We no longer do what we want to do. We do what God wants us to do. And so the word says we need to go on to perfection. That doesn't mean we will not sin. But we are saved by grace. Amen? Amen. So praise God. Praise Yeshua. And so now... Turn with me to the book of Romans chapter 8, and we will read verses 5 and 6. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnal-minded is death, but to be spiritually-minded is life and peace. You must also have a perfect heart towards God. You can't live in the world. If you have a carnal mind, you can't serve God. We must have the mind of Christ. And the mind of Jesus was to please God and do his will. And that's living up to God's standard. So brothers and sisters, follow me over to the book of Hebrews chapter 10. And we'll start reading in verse 29. Of how much worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot and counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing and insulted the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. In the verse prior to that, in verse 26, it reads, For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. Well, that sacrifice was Jesus dying on the cross for you and me. Without it, we don't have salvation. And so, brothers and sisters, what this is, is someone who goes back to sinning the way they did before they were saved. Do you understand? He said he goes to prepare a place for you and brothers and sisters. So we can't take advantage of that and trample on his grave by continuing to sin. We better ourselves in Christ by practicing righteousness. But we continue the march to live up to God's standards to please God and do his will. Amen? Amen. In verse 16, I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds I will write them. So brothers and sisters, when we have that renewed mind and it's no longer carnal and God has renewed our mind, he will let you know if you're doing something wrong. And he always gives us an out, a way of escape from sin. 
And so we need to follow the spirit and not the flesh. Amen? Amen. So now let's look at Ezekiel chapter 11 and reading verse 19. The word says, Then I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within them, and take the stony heart out of their flesh, and give them a heart of flesh. You see, brothers and sisters, so when you go to the altar, and you ask God to come into your heart, and you ask for forgiveness, and you repent of your sinful ways, you make proper changes in your life to practice righteousness. He renews your mind completely. He takes that stony heart out and puts a flesh-loving, pure heart. Amen? Amen. So turn with me over to the book of John, chapter 14. And we'll read verse 26. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. Brothers and sisters, we no longer need prophets once Jesus came. And now he's left the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit teaches us how to live. And Jesus gives us examples in the Bible of how to live. And the Word of God shows us how to please God and do his will. And when you have the mind of Christ, the devil will still tempt you. But the Holy Spirit gives you power to resist the temptation. Amen? Amen. And now turn with me to Romans chapter 6, reading verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. And verse 12 reads, Do not let sin reign in your mortal bodies. Amen? Amen. We're saved by grace. We're not going to trample on his grave, right? No, and we're going to strive for sanctification, practice righteousness, and follow the Spirit, not the flesh. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 9, 27, But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. So here... The word through Paul is explaining to us that how he went about it. He would discipline his body to keep it from following the flesh instead of the spirit. And so one last verse. Turn with me to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17. And we'll just read verse 8. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters which spreads out its roots by the river. And that waters the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. And so keep pleasing God and doing his will. And we just follow Jesus. He is our master, our teacher, our example. We believe his doctrine and we obey him. Amen. Amen.